Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Hello and welcome to today's Lifting Lesson at Lunch. We're so thankful to be back with you for another week of our Lifting Lessons at Lunch. We're excited for what God has in store for us this week. I want to encourage you to be in church with us on Wednesday evening. If you're not able to come at night, we encourage you to come in the morning. We have a great time of fellowship, and uh, we just encourage that you come and join us. And uh, today we're going to be looking at the uh, at the third disciple that we're going to be studying. And uh, maybe it's the fourth. I might have my numbers mixed up. But nevertheless, we're going to be looking at James. Now, last week we looked at James, the son of Alphaeus. Today we're looking at James, the son of Zebedee. James, the son of Zebedee. I want you to take your Bibles and join me in Matthew chapter number 4. Matthew chapter number 4. And as we look at this verse, the Bible says, uh, Jesus, he's just called Peter and Andrew. And uh, then he comes to verse 21. And going on from thence, that's Jesus, he saw two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in a ship with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. These verses show me that James, the son of Zebedee, uh, of course you know that John, the disciple whom Jesus loved, is his brother here. But James, the son of Zebedee, he, uh, he was an obedient disciple. He was a disciple that was obedient to the call of the Lord. You know, we more than ever today need Christians that are obedient to God, obedient to what he has to say. In fact, I was reading in my Bible this morning, the book of Exodus, and it said that Moses, he was get, about to get the Ten Commandments, but he wrote some things down before he got the Ten Commandments, and he read it to the, to the people, and the people said, we hear them, and we understand them, we want to do them, and we will obey them. You see, Christian, today we need more disciples that listen to the call of Jesus Christ, listen to the Word of God as we read it, and obey it. See, it's a one thing to know about it. It's another thing to obey it. The Bible says, actually, John, the, the one who we're not looking at today, but James's brother, John, the one whom Jesus loved, he wrote and he said that if you love the Lord, you'll keep his commandments. God desires that you follow what he teaches. Now, by the way, everybody who is saved is a child of God. We are all children of God if we're saved. In the family of God, those that are saved, we are all on the level playing field. We're all children of God. One person isn't more of a child than another. Another isn't less of a child than another. If you're saved, we're all children of God if you're saved. But now, you may be a different kind of child in the sense of your obedience to God. God desires for us to be obedient. We can't truly be a disciple unless we're obedient to the Word of God. We have a mindset in our Christianity today that just as long as we claim the name of Christ, then we're good Christians and we, we, you know, we, we honor the Lord which that is not the case. We need to be obedient. Notice what James, the son of Zebedee, and John did. They immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. They immediately left their father. 
Obedience that is not immediate is disobedience. We must be immediate in our following of Christ. When God calls, we immediately answer and immediately follow. That is true obedience. So not only do I see James, the son of Zebedee, as an obedient disciple, notice that he was a disciple that was ordained by God. He was ordained by God. Matthew chapter 10, the Bible says, Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. The first, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. Now in every list that we have of the apostles and the disciples that the word of God records for us, James, the son of Zebedee, is always the, either the third mentioned or mentioned in the third, in the top three. James was called by God. He was called to be an apostle. God specifically called him to do a work. Notice what this work was. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the, of the Samaritans enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Free, freely ye have received, freely give. And he, he continues going on about the job of these apostles. By the way, there are no apostles left today. Any man who claims to be an apostle is a liar and contradicts the word of God. Because an apostle, there is multiple tests for an apostle. But one specific thing is that an apostle had to be trained specifically by Jesus Christ, had to see him, and had to be in his presence to be trained. And so we know that James uh, was an apostle, and those that, are to, those that are living today are not apostles. But we see that James, he was ordained by God for a specific task. And that task was listed in these verses in Matthew chapter 10. And of course, we don't have the same, uh, the same abilities and the same unction that, that uh, the apostles had because it was a different time and, and God didn't have, we didn't have the word of God completed. But something I do want you to notice by application is that God calls each and every one of us to a specific purpose. Romans chapter 12 gives us the gifts of the Spirit, those gifts that God has given to certain people that were members one of another. We, we have many members but of one body. And God gives some apostles. God gives some evangelists. God gives some prophets. God gives some X, Y, and Z. He does these things. He ordains your purpose. He gives you a purpose for a specific reason. It's to get the job done in the local church and in the body of Christ. And we see that here that James, son of Zebedee, he was obedient and he was ordained. God chose him to be an apostle. Notice this, that James, he also was one of those that had an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, of course, all the disciples, they, they walked with Jesus for three years. But notice here that in Matthew chapter 17, and after six days, Jesus taketh, notice that these are the inner circle disciples, Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart. James was in this inner circle. James was specifically invested in by Jesus Christ. What a privilege. What an intimate relationship. Can I tell you something that I'm so thankful for? Is that you and I, we have the same privilege to get this intimate with Jesus Christ. We have his word. We have the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. We can talk to God. We can talk to Jesus Christ. He can show us what we ought to do and what we ought not to do through his word. We have the ability to be just like Peter, James, and John and be in that inner circle. But the only way that we can is to be obedient, to be obedient. We can't come to Jesus Christ and, and have great fellowship with him and live in sin. 
No, we have to give up of ourselves. We have to get right with the Lord. We have to be cleansed of our sin. If any man confesses his sin, Jesus Christ, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you want to have a close personal relationship, an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ like James, the son of Zebedee, had, you must follow after Christ. You must get rid of the world, get, get cleaned up. Jesus will clean you up if you follow after him. Notice the Bible said in Matthew chapter 4, he said that I will make you. He says he's going to make them. You don't make yourself. Jesus makes you. Jesus made James the son of Zebedee, and he'll make you as well if you want to follow him. But notice not only was he had an intimate relationship with the book of Acts, chapter number 12, verse 2, in closing, it gives us a, a somber ending to a great life of a disciple. But notice, Acts chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible says, Now about that time Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. James, the son of Zebedee, he was martyred. He died for his faith. He had this intimate walk. He was ordained of God. He was obedient. And there's not much said about his ministry. Many scholars believe it was about 17 years. But we know by his name, James, the son of Zebedee, God changed their names to, to the sons of thunder. They were zealous. They were zealous for God. And this son of thunder was martyred for his zeal for the Lord and his unwavering courage to stand for God and stand for his truth. Friend, I know that today we don't necessarily have much persecution in America. We have discomfort, but we don't have much persecution. But I wonder, if, uh, if the government came knocking on your door and said, are you a Christian? If you say yes, we're going to kill you. What would you say? I can't personally. Personally, I pray that I can stand for the Lord. I pray that I don't deny the Lord. But the only way that that can happen is to be obedient daily, to be a daily disciple, to follow after the calling God has placed in your life, to have an intimate relationship with him. Paul said it this way, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I'm sure James, the son of Zebedee, believed that. I'm so thankful for this disciple. I'm thankful for what the word of God records for us in him. And about him and I pray that we as the body of Christ would take the example that the Word of God records about James the son of Zebedee apply it to our lives practically that we'd be obedient that we'd follow after what God's called us to do that we'd have an intimate walk with the Lord Jesus Christ and that if, if it would take it that we'd be a martyr I pray that today you would take these things to your heart we look forward to being with you again later and we pray that you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you soon.